Hey, Tabitha, uh, thanks for joining us in uh, writing this script. I'm, I might need a moment, because... Have you ever shot soda out of your nose, like, after a laugh or something, and it burns like hell? I did the same thing with a Coke and vodka, so right now I think I need to reevaluate my life. Cue up the Song of Storms! Hello, Cretans, and welcome back to Cretans Review. This is a show where Jay, Corey, and myself pick a topic that we are so-called experts in, stuff that we have done multiple times over and over and over again, and even though we're not professional experts, we do consider ourselves very well-viced. For today's review, I had a couple of different topics I wanted to talk about, but I couldn't really decide on one, so I threw it up on our Twitter account, at Cretans Guild, and put up a poll, and the winner was Best Places to Drink While on Disney or Universal Property. So let's face it, after hours of being in the sun and hearing It's a small world after all No! No! Anything but that. All day, you could use a drink. There's a number of places where you can just grab an overpriced beer and move on with your life, but you're on vacation, damn it. What you need is more than just a thirst quencher. You need... Am... Ambiency? Ambiency. Tabitha, what's his word in the intro? Starts with A-M-B? Ambiance. Oh, ambiance. Okay. Is that French? Merci beaucoup. You need ambiance. So here are just a few of our favorite places where you can get more than just a tot of rum, a drama scotch, a mug of ale before you take your leave. So for this list, we're going to start Universal Properties and some of the best places where you can get a drink. Now keep in mind, this is not where you can get the best drinks, but where you can have the best drinking experience. There's a difference here. A good example, right off the bat, we're going to start with Moe's Tavern at Universal Studios. This is more atmosphere than alcohol here. There's just three kinds of beer that they put the label on. It says Duff, but it's brewed in a local Florida brewery, which is Duff Regular, Duff Dry, and Duff Light. Easy peasy. But there is an amazing area to grab food from next door and go sit in a booth or right up at the bar at Moe's Tavern and just reminisce over your favorite Simpsons episodes. The Flaming Moe, unfortunately, is a orange soda mixed with dry ice concoction that will be done steaming by the time you sit down. But the souvenir glass is pretty cool. For this next one, let's stay inside the Universal Studios theme park and we're going to Finnegan's. This is basically, it's a taste of Ireland right out of New York, located in Florida. They have flights, they have ales, and they are just one of two full-service eateries in all of Universal Studios. The other being the Wizarding World, who share most of the same food choices, basically, because, you know, Irish, UK thing. Oddly enough, at Finnegan's, it's the sandwiches and salads that are the highest rated food above all other entries. But we're not here to eat. I mean, you probably want to eat when you drink. I do. But for Finnegan's, they've got a ton of beers and they have so many cocktails and more Irish coffees than you could shake a shillelagh at. Here's a couple of examples like the Irish Beer Shake. It has Guinness Stout blended with creamy vanilla shake. And then you can have your choice of either a Bailey's Irish Cream or Jameson's Irish Whiskey. One of the big signature drinks here at Finnegan's is the Rum Neuralizer. It's a huge glass goblet that I have seen people online saying that, you know, you can't finish this thing, it's so freaking big. 
but they will put it in to-go cup and you can just walk around the park with it. Next up for Universal, we're going to go just outside the theme parks, but not very far. We're going to City Walk, which is literally, for this location, matter of feet away from Islands of Adventure. And we're talking, of course, Margaritaville. Jimmy Buffett's haven for aging parrot heads is the perfect mix of food and booze. The damn place has a 200-gallon blender of margarita mix that's filled by a volcano. This place is 100% atmosphere with a full bar on call. Fins up as the cocktail menu exceeds the food menu. Our last one on this list for Universal is one that's inside of Island to Adventure, and that's Mythos. Now, this is highly regarded as a restaurant with the food being a step above the rest, while the cost is below most Epcot dine-in restaurants. The building has a feel as a water-created hollowed-out cave. There's a great view overlooking the lagoon and is an incredible calming experience inside that makes the surrounding area outside seem like chaos. If you like wine, this is the place you want to go. The wine menu is extensive, to say the least. They also have signature cocktails, with headliner being the Mythos Signature Potion of the Gods. A 22-ounce glass of happiness. All right, now we move on to Disney. And there were some really hard choices to make, so let's just start off with a real easy one. Jock Lindy's Hangar Bar, that's located at Disney Springs. The theming of the tavern is Indiana Jones inspired with so many Easter eggs. The story is Indy's pilot Jock landed at this spot looking for the Fountain of Youth. He set up a hangar which, when it failed, became a bar and is loaded with little knickknacks that Jock collected throughout his career, including banners when he was a member of the Flying Circus, maps for places that he and Indy had visited, a cage he used for Reggie, and even the coasters are ones that he stole from other bars around the world, such as Club Obi-Wan. There are a bunch of themed cocktails, like the Cool-Headed Monkey, which you can get with a souvenir monkey head mug. Also, there's Reggie's Revenge in a tall sling glass with a snake wrapped around its stir. This place is on top of the Skipper Canteen that's at Magic Kingdom, uh, which is a full-fledged restaurant. Harken back to something that used to be at Downtown Disney years ago called the Adventurers Club. And although they're not direct sequels of the Adventurers Club, they do harbor the same spirit, I guess you could say. The Adventurers Club, looking up online, it was without a doubt one of the most interesting and entertaining places that ever existed on Disney property. When it did eventually close its doors because all of Disney, uh, downtown Disney, now Disney Springs, was going through like a renovation, they just decided, all right, we're going to close all of our clubs, have more restaurants and shops. Unfortunately, the Adventurers Club was one of them, and it still breaks my heart that they cannot bring the Adventurers Club back in some form or fashion. I could just go on for hours and hours about the Adventurers Club. Uh, instead, we're just going to pump the brakes on that, and let's move over to Epcot. Let's talk about La Cava del Tequila. If you were going to take part in the event that's known as Drinking Around the World, I'm not sure you should start or end here. The seller of tequila, or just La Cava, as some of the locals call it, is a tiny place hidden within inside the pyramid of Mexico's pavilion inside of Epcot, and was the only full-service bar at Epcot for a number of years. 
This place is unbelievably beautiful. The murals tell the story of the process of making tequila. Combined with the soft lighting, gives you the feel that you are several levels underground so the agave juice can mature. With tequila in the name, don't let it surprise you that there are over 100 varieties of the drink to be mixed into margaritas or other concoctions. It's hard to pick just a handful of drinks to talk about. They even have a build your own margarita available. So just sit back, take in the absolute beauty that is both this pavilion and the cafe. Next up we have, and this is a tricky one to pronounce, Abacad... Ab... Oh my goodness. Tabitha, how do you say that? Abacadabar. Abac... Really? Okay. Abacadabar. It's located on the boardwalk within a certain distance of Epcot, not too far. Imagine mixing Harry Houdini with a Magic Hatton. Get it? Manhattan, Magic Happen. The theme is that of an Adventures Club style lounge that was made for magicians. There's Volvillian style posters along with shackles and other magic trick doodads on the wall. And in one part of the bar, there is a door where a performance can be heard on the other side complete with applause. It had replaced a long-standing snack shop called the Seashore Suite. So they have a drink named after that. It's a mix of absolute lemonade and cotton candy syrup. So if you got a sweet tooth, try that out. This bar is more than complete with anything you could ask for, including flights, themed cocktails, and even a $255 two-ounce pour of cognac. Now let's jump on back to Epcot, and if you're going to start in Mexico, one of your last stops, if you go all the way around, is going to be the Rosen Crown. Now the Rosen Crown is made up of both a restaurant and a British spun pub up in the front. This is one of the best places to stop, collect your thoughts, and have a black and tan. The Rosen Crown is also the home to Carl the Bartender, who might be the most famous cast member for Disney, aside from the guy who dressed as Tigger. They do have a flight known as the Imperial Slamp... Slamper. Slam... Tabitha. Slamper? Really? Slamper? Sampler. Yes, I, I... Yeah, I figured that one out. They do have a oversized flight known as the Imperial Sampler, which is an assortment of ales, bass, harp, strongbow, Guinness, and Boddington's. Special cocktails are such as the Welsh Dragon and the Leaping Leprechaun. And with so many whiskeys, ports, and numerous flights, you'll feel like you're back in the land of Lord Byron and Lemmy Kilmeister. We saved the very best for last. Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, available at the Polynesian Resort. If you didn't think this would be on the list, I'd like to say, hi, you must be new. My name is Bob, you're listening to the Cretans Guild Podcast, and this is our mecca. We love this South Seas hideaway known as the Grog Grotto. The original was over in Disneyland, and that got so popular they decided to bring it over here. This is a very small venue that is also one hell of a treat for being in the park all day and wanting a fun time with some alcohol before you check out to your room for the night. Nearly every drink on the menu has a separate performance done by the bartenders. There's special lighting and effects depending on what you order, and if you get the Mai Tai, don't forget your TWO SHOTS OF rum. Many of the specialty mugs are available for purchase. My collection is nearly complete. I advise you all to sit at the bar and get to know your bartender. But be careful, here's a little hint. Two of the 10 chairs that are at the bar are rigged as joke seats. Check out our video on our YouTube page 
when we went to Trader Sam's and I couldn't remember which chair was which. So there you have it. We're just scratching the surface. So I'm sure somebody's favorite got left off this list. Find us on Twitter at Cretans Guild and tell us what is your favorite speakeasy with a lean toward the atmosphere. Thanks for joining and we say to all of our followers, new and old, welcome to the Guild. This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies.